two, three. Hey, welcome to the Smartest Amazon Seller Podcast. Scott Needham, your host right now. Let's talk about what's new. There's actually been a lot of news items in the last two months I didn't expect. We're going to talk about small and light, the changes that it's seeing, and then we could talk about Seller Fulfilled Prime, changes that that's seeing, and I can give an update on something that I've been working on. So first, actually, let's jump into small and light. So small and light is actually a big part of my Amazon selling history. I'm quite certain at one point we had the largest catalog of small and light products. Small and light team, they were talking to us regularly and I loved it. When they gave small and light the prime badge, we found a lot of opportunity because a shocking number of products fit the criteria. They had a price cap of $15. They killed it for us when they moved that price cap down to 7 or $8. But then they moved it back up to like even 10 11 12 Then they moved it back down. It's gone through a lot of changes. Well, guess what? It's going through a bigger change. They're killing it. Small Night is going away. But Amazon, unlike other times when they've killed a program, they actually had an answer to it. And I feel like this answer was pretty strong. So what they've done is they are now basically rolling in into FBA, small and light. What they're really doing is products that are less than $10, they are reducing the FBA fee. I think they said the lowest is like 30 cents above small and light prices. So that's pretty cool that Amazon just like for inexpensive products, we're just reducing the FBA fee. That allows them to be competitive across marketplaces. And then there's a few other benefits to that. One is like, you know, Small and Light did have a slower shipping time. So you have faster shipping for those products. And if you are into the Small and Light, now you don't have to separate your shipments, which was required with the Small and Light. There was a lot of little things to creating a Small and Light shipment. Boy, man, we did a lot. We had a few thousand Small and Light SKUs. And I think you had to ship at least 15 units or they would get really upset at you. So what we had to do is we had to match. We had to make sure that we always had that many units and we created this whole matchmaking system because sometimes the products would come in different boxes so and different employees would open up. I think you could hear some of the messes that were created. So, you know, if this were to happen today with my business, I'd be like, this is good. I really feel like you can streamline some focus allows you to get cheaper prices. If you were all in on the small light program, this is not going to be awesome for you because maybe you really wanted those rock bottom prices. I bet you you're still competitive with this new structure. So Amazon was very thoughtful about it, but I have told the story a few times, but small light was actually the beginning of Smart Scout because what we were doing is we were scouring all of the internet for uh, all of Amazon for the best small light products. And so that's when I downloaded you know, the top products of every single brand and then organize the brands. And I was like, oh, this is like really interesting. This is organized data, which is what Smart Scout is. So, so long, small light, but welcome back, Seller Fulfilled Prime. You can now apply to get back into the Seller Fulfilled Prime program. It's back. And my selling account, we did have Seller Fulfilled Prime. We found a way to use it without breaking our wallets. And that, the way that we used it was we used regional Seller Fulfilled Prime. 
which I've been told that doesn't work right now, but I do know there's a lot of regionality to set, creating uh, shipments and sending it out that could be beneficial to someone. Inside Amazon's shipping templates, any if you're doing merch fulfilled, you're shipping it yourselves, you know that if the customer is close to you, it's not very expensive. And we actually found that we could do Seller Fulfilled Prime on ground shipping if places were within two days of our warehouse. So we did just that. We turned it on only for customers that we could ship ground to. And Amazon had a very streamlined process about it. We turned it on. It was great. Sure, we now we have the Prime badge for some of our weird products that we ended up shipping ourselves. So I wouldn't write it off if it doesn't feel like it could fit for you, but like it could. And it's very interesting. Though the, the requirements are very strict. You have to have like a 99.5% like successful shipment rate. Basically, you have to do everything. You have to work really hard, even for like orders that go out that day. You have to have them out the door in a single day. And they're pretty strict. They'll kick you off without anything in twice. You can get back on fairly straightforward, but you just have to fix your processes. So yeah, you can't really skirt around this one. There's a lot of products that this makes sense for. If you have any meltable products, if you have like time sensitive stuff that like maybe you manufacture it at your own facility and you want to manufacture on demand, well, FBA doesn't always allow for that. And maybe you even have expiration dates that you dance around. Like maybe this is like a 60 day expiration date. You can't send that stuff to FBA. So yeah, there's a lot of reasons to consider it. So it's cool that it's back. You do have to go through their approval process and who's to say how long that might take you. Well, I work on SmartScout. I work on my Amazon businesses, but as I probably announced about two months ago now, we launched a conference. I make continuous improvements to SmartScout. We're building an iPhone app that should be available quite soon. We're even working on a Chrome extension. I'm not going to release the Chrome extension until I know it's best in class and I'm like, yeah, you guys probably should use this. This is going to help. But this conference that we've launched is called AMZ United. I know I have a lot of resellers. I have a lot of all types of Amazon sellers that listen to this podcast, but I'd say about 50%, you know, they connected with me because of my wholesale business buy boxer and me talking about that, you know, hopefully opening all the guts of it, but really excited for AMZ United. I think if you do FBA prep, if you do a lot of shipping and logistics, I think you're going to find a lot of value in AMZ United irregardless if you're wholesale, because the people that we have that are going to be talking, the speakers, they know Amazon FBA. There will be a lot of expertise in that room of people that have to squeeze out more margin in these business. That's everything from like the materials that you're using, how to get quick receiving times, you know, how to have a very efficient process. And AMZ United is actually going to be very successful, really successful compared to our expectations We're six weeks out, and if you told me that we'd have 350 sellers total for the whole conference, I'd have been happy. Well, we have 350 sellers, and we're still six weeks away, and we're getting a couple every day, and I really expect it to kind of, all there's going to be a lot of people the last week. I've always been planning on going, and they just delay buying their tickets, so things are cooking up. But I've got six reasons why that this AMZ United is going to be very successful and why it is going to be a seller-focused conference. There will not be a lot of service providers. I mean, we tried to get more, but it wasn't really our emphasis. 
So it is seller led. The ratio might be close to 30 to one sellers to service provider. If you've been to any of the other conferences, you'll know that's kind of crazy. Prosper feels, you know, like one to one. Here's why AMZ United is going to be successful. The location. We put the location where the sellers are. New Jersey and Brooklyn have more sellers within an hour's drive than anywhere else worldwide. Maybe Shenzhen, China would have a word with us, but you know, we're not, I don't speak Chinese, so we're not going to count them right now. The second reason is trust. After like, you know, I've been telling stories on this podcast for years and strategies. I've been doing social media a lot too. You can probably find me in most channels. Our audience knows us inside and out. So we have created a lot of trust so that when this event happened, like, you know, people believed us. Stakeholders. We brought in different sellers and thought leaders who don't always agree, except on one thing, putting a conference on that they would love to attend. The fourth thing is underselling and over-delivering. We never inflate our attendee numbers. We've pushed away service providers that are not a fit for our audience. Number five, content that will push the industry forward. Our target seller can't afford sloppy logistics. They have experienced the challenges of Amazon at scale. They operate seven-figure selling businesses. Over 50% of them are over seven figures. They have teams they are optimizing for, and they will be more Amazon FBA experience in that room than in any other room I'll be in this year. I'm talking like Amazon FBA-like operations and logistics, those types of people. Number six, knowing our audience. We know the audience because we have spent 10 years building what will be discussed. Close to 50% of the top 10,000 sellers on Amazon are selling on many different brands. That's our target seller. No conference gives sellers the attention that we will. So there you have it. What we're creating is going to be a lot of fun. There's a lot of energy. I cannot wait for August 31st. It is just two miles outside of Manhattan. And I actually, on August 31st, the weather actually gets a little bit calmer. It's not going to be like super hot on average. You know, you never know. But the average heat is about 75 to 80 degrees that week. So should be a good time. I will be going to the U.S. Open. My wife is into tennis and we're going to go there just before AMZ United. So if you want to stalk me, you'll find me there, except for there's going to be about 20,000 other people there. So those are some news items and some things that I'm working on. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I'll see you on the next one. One, two, three.